You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back to Real Presence Live. It is a Tuesday, a beautiful day in February here in Rapid City, South Dakota. We are live at the Mustard Seed um, in the new Chancery Building. Uh, what a what an interview we just had, Brett. Oh, I know. Um, really brought to light the reality that human trafficking is not just a, an event that happens in big cities, that right. it even happens around here. So I think that's very important for us. Um, and it was really nice because after the break, we were able to, uh, during the break, we had a little bit of a continued conversation. And just once again, uh, Sister uh, Sister Mary Elliott, she just really emphasized to just be vigilant, uh, to keep our eyes out for things that just kind of don't seem right. And then calling those numbers, those two numbers, if something is specifically happening, calling 911. Uh, but if you're, if you think that something's happening, calling that number she gave us, and, and that was one eight 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 three seven three seven eight. Eight, eight, and just getting in contact with, with the proper authorities and the individuals who can help those individuals out. Right. We want to make sure that whatever help we're doing is actual help, not scaring someone into hiding or scaring them away or putting them in a, a position in which they will be, I suppose, retribution for mm-hmm. someone else finding out you know, that it's a shady business Yeah. for a reason. It's in the dark. It's hidden. You know, that's... We, there's professionals who know what they're doing. So that's, I think, also an important point mm-hmm. to make that, you know, we don't have to be the hero of the day. We just have to be diligent in our observations. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, she really hit a, a really important note there at the very end. Um, and it would have been great to even have her a little longer to have that discussion in regards to um, as people continue to. The reason I think that this is becoming so prevalent is this reality that we have continued through the through objectification of individuals. When we take away the humanity of a person uh, and see them as an object, it becomes very easy to use them. Um, and she talks specifically about uh, the increase in pornography and, and just how all this kind of, when we lose our humanity yeah. and we lose our vision of humanity, uh, we really can fall into a tra- People fall into the trap very easily of, well, I, I, I want what I want. So uh, I think that was a very important point is helping to reinstill that the dignity of the human person. And that's one thing that's beautiful about being Catholic. It is beautiful about it. And in so many ways that we, we have so much respect from every age, from the very moment of conception to the moment of natural death, that mm-hmm. there's such a respect for life. And, and we hopefully that, you know, the, the people around us that, that see us in a store, see us out in the world, maybe, I mean, yeah, in our church, we want to be good examples, but out in the world, they see that and they're inspired to do better and to be better because we are living our Catholic faith. We are boldly proclaiming it. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, also helps, you know, that the example that, you know, the, the loving children, you know, when you love your children and you take care of them and you focus on them and, you know, that just it, the foundation is so beautiful because it feeds off of that, the example. And it, it brings us, I would say, it, to a point where we appreciate everything that we've been given. And then we really do, our hearts really do bleed when we hear about this tragedy. So, um, Brett, let's yeah. talk about the cathedral. Yes. What do you do 
at the cathedral here in Rapid City. So my official title is I am the director of evangelization and catechesis. Uh, so my job has a lot of different moving parts, but I oversee our faith formation. But more importantly is uh, the evangelization aspect. So what we do uh, at the cathedral is have a great group of individuals who help uh, help try to bring out um, evangelization in the world, to help bring the good news, to spread the gospel message uh, to those who are far away um, from the Lord. So that's a lot what my job entails is is uh, working with other people, working with uh, the people within the church, and helping to increase the, the call for the new evangelization. So what does that look like on a day-to-day basis? <laughs> on a day-to-day basis. Um, some of it entails, uh, first off, is a lot of our faith formation. We really, really uh, talk about evangelization and the call to evangelization and that um, the, basically the education of our parishioners in helping them understand that evangelization uh, sometimes we try to overcomplicate it. Uh, we see it as, I have to have all these answers, I'm going to be getting all these questions. But really that evangelization is, I have encountered the Lord, mm-hmm. and I have grown in a deep love for Him, and I follow Him with my whole heart. And I have been so changed that I want others to have that same joy and that same experience. And really it's walking along with people. It's more um, inviting them into that relationship and saying, I have great news. I have the greatest news in the world. It's guided by the name of Jesus Christ. And uh, come and see. Come and see how a relationship with him can change your life. Uh, so helping our parishioners understand that is very, very important because a lot of times we try to overcomplicate it and say, oh, I'm going to have to have all these. I'm going to have to Here, know my catechism back and forth. Here's my and, checklist. I, I have to have <laughs> this and I have to do this. And oh, wait, the next step is this. Oh, I forgot a step. And, yeah. and it's not like that. No. And I mean, there's a lot of really good literature out right now um, from a lot of really well-known uh, Catholic priests and, and different people, laity as well, in regards to just relational how, mm-hmm. how so much of evangelization is really based upon a relationship, that I, I have a relationship with somebody first. Um, and those relationships that we have in our life on a day-to-day basis, it might be the, the simple relationship you have with the clerk at the, at the supermarket. It might be uh, your buddies at work. The UPS guy who the, always brings your Amazon Prime yeah, packages. Exactly. Uh, those relationships. And then what you do is you just start inviting and uh, so at the cathedral, what we also really uh, try to strive to do is what we call soft entries. Um, we, we have a thing called soft entries, which are these opportunities for people to come in, to come in and be invited to an event of some form uh, that gives them an experience of a faith community that isn't going to be blaring in their face and overwhelm them, uh, but at the same point, give them the opportunity to start coming into a relationship uh, with Jesus Christ. And this isn't a, a big commitment, soft entry, right? I mean, they're not signing away there every Tuesday <laughs> for, you know, seven weeks. And, uh. um, so we do a couple different ones. Uh, we do have one that is a little bit longer, but it's a it's a come and see. It'll join us for one week is what we usually say. Yeah. Um, I mean, we have a mercy nights. We have the encounters. Um, we have great work going on at the cathedral with our reconciliation committee and different uh, organizations and committees within there that are trying to bring people uh, back into the faith. But then we also have uh, our big one that we uh, really talk a lot about is Alpha. Uh, we run the Alpha program at the cathedral, and we have been for uh, 
I've been in the position for two years, uh, and they did it a year before I was there. So we've been going for three years with uh, with the Alpha program. Can you just describe the Alpha program? Oh yeah, um, Alpha first and foremost is is it's more of an experience. It's not a program. Okay. Uh, is what we always talk about. Uh, what Alpha is is it is uh, an opportunity for people to come in to develop relationships over a meal, over conversation, and then what we do is we we show a quick thirty minute video. Uh, that will t- talk about some basic fundamental belief um, of the Christian faith. And then what we end up doing is, uh, at the end of it, we have a discussion. Now, this isn't a, a regular uh, small group discussion. It's not, well, here's the, the set line of questions and I want the answer from you. It's an open-ended discussion mm-hmm. uh, where individuals are able to just discuss, to share, to share their experience. Um, about big life questions, like instead of saying, "Well, God is is God this or is God God that?" It's what is your do you believe God is real? Yes yeah. or no? And the the concept is no judgment. Yeah. That we're just able to have an open conversation, and it's out of the love that we share in that relationship. That uh, even if somebody disagrees with me, I understand that they are still made in the image and likeness of God, and I love them. I don't necessarily, I'm not going to correct them, but I'm just going to pray for them. Uh, and you just let God work, and that's the beauty of Alpha. Yeah, and it's, I think it's great that, you know, I think people need to hear, be heard, mm-hmm. even if that's just, even if what their thoughts are don't make sense, even if their thoughts aren't the truth. But that initial just being respected and being heard mm-hmm. opens so many doors. Oh, it does. It, as opposed to, well, but, but you're wrong. And here, let me tell you why you're wrong. And now that I've told you why you're wrong, let me tell you how you can be right. <laughs> and I just don't feel like that maybe is the best way to approach everybody yeah, <laughs> or well, anybody. And I mean, the beauty is, is I've been able to experience, I mean, like I said, I've been in the position for two years. We run Alpha three times in a year. Okay. Um, it's a 10-week program is what it actually is. Um, but as I said, it's more of an experience where people can come in and go as they want. But uh, it's beautiful to see, like, people on the first couple weeks, how they're they're very closed off. But all of a sudden, like, something gets said or something resonates. And they're awakened. And they're awakened. And all of a sudden, you're at week 9 or 10, and they are just, all of a sudden, they're on fire. They're like, I love the Lord. Like, I want to share this great thing that I have, which is a relationship with Jesus Christ, now with others. Um, and that's really um, what we've started to see a lot more is the call of a true disciple. Um, I mean, Curtis Martin has a good book, Making Missionary Disciples, um, in regards to that reality that we're, to truly be a disciple of Christ is to help others become disciples as well. We're not really a disciple until we have discipled others into a relationship with him. So, it, now Alpha, y- y- soft food. Soft introduction. Yes, soft. <laughs> soft. Is it just for Catholics? No, it's actually, um, the truth is, it's for anybody. Um, we say it's great for Catholics because it allows Catholics to to see that we have an opportunity to bring people into a relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, because a lot of times Catholics will be like, how do I 
how do I share this? Because yeah. if I bring them to Mass, it's going to be kind of, <laughs> I mean, for the non-initiated, let's just say Mass is really, I, really kind of hard to understand. I think Father Tim Hoy calls it the deep end. <laughs> yes, he does. Um, he calls it the deep end. So uh, as Father Tim said, uh, being able to get out of the deep end and go into the shallow end and be able to convince them to even just dip their toe in the water. Yeah. I mean, he, he's got a beautiful analogy with that. Um, and that's really what it is. So ca- actually, Alpha is meant for people outside of the outside of the church, um, for people who are far away from Christ. It is not really a Catholics come home program. It is meant for an opportunity to invite people who would otherwise not come into a church. So those on the fringes then, right? Yeah. Oh, on every, yeah, we would say lost. People yeah. who are lost and far away. It is not for those who are already really who in the found. church. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, I'm not advocating for all Catholics to not go through Alpha because the right. beautiful thing is, is um, Alpha also, for even the cat, like everybody I've ever seen go through Alpha, I've, I've never had anybody say that was a complete waste of my time and I didn't take anything out of it. Right. Um, they always, Everybody says, you know, like, I was able to grow deeper in my understanding of the Holy Spirit and a deeper relationship with Him. Um, I, I was able to to just make even, even some of it's just making relationships. I say um, community. Community. And when we, we bring those, what it also does for us as Catholics is there's nothing more invigorating than somebody falling in love with Jesus Christ. And then the beauty of it is, is it's somebody that I have a relationship with already. So who are they going to ask their, their faith-based questions to? They're going to ask them to me. Right. They're, ask, gonna, they're asking a Catholic now. And they're saying, hey, um, explain why you do this. Explain that Catholic practice that you guys do. do can you explain what happens right. at the Mass? And now what, we're in a completely comfortable state. We're, it's right. a friend. It's a friend. We're having a conversation with them. Um, well, we are going to take a quick break here. We are broadcasting live from the Mustard Seed here in Rapid City. I'm Karen Gibas along with Brett Eckert, and we are discussing Alpha at the Cathedral of Our Lady of Perpetual Help. When we come back, we'll dive a little bit more into it and uh, give our listeners maybe some information on how mm-hmm. to get in contact with you guys. Stay with us here on Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, Please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. Are all sins forgivable, even suicide? I'm Father Chris Alar. Jesus said that there's only one unforgivable sin, the sin against the Holy Spirit. Basically, that means dying without repenting. 
But how can someone who dies suddenly, such as by suicide, have a chance to repent of any sins? Jesus tells St. Faustina that he comes to the soul at death and gives them three opportunities to repent. Regarding suicide, Catechism 2283 says, By ways known to him alone, God offers them the opportunity for repentance. In essence, the only unforgivable sin is not accepting the mercy of God. So to learn how to help your loved ones do just that, please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back here to Real Presence Live. I'm Karen Gibas along with my co-host, Brett Eckert. We were just discussing Alpha at the Cathedral. Brett, where can they get more information about yeah, Alpha? Yeah, um, if you're looking for information on, on Alpha at the Cathedral, just go to cathedralolph.org. Uh, and then on our big banner right on the front page, it's going to be talking about Alpha. And, and the beautiful thing about Alpha right now is we're actually doing two versions of Alpha. One is in person at the cathedral on Thursday nights, um, starting at 6.15. And then we also are actually doing one via Zoom at the exact same time. Uh, so uh, if anybody's interested, just go to the cathedral's website, cathedralolph.org, and all the information can be found on there. Or you can always call the, call the cathedral because that's where I work, so I'll be there. I'll, you get to talk to me if you call. Excellent. Tell him what a great job he did on the radio, co-hosting, <laughs> and maybe he'll be back again. Maybe. Oh, well, we are going to move on to another interview. We are going to be talking with James Schaefer of the Blessed uh, Sacrament Knights of Columbus Council. Um, James, are you there? Yes. Excellent. So when I think of Lent, I think of fish fries. I, I think most people think of fish fries. Right. Yep. So, Us too. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys at the Blessed Sacrament here in Rapid City, to be clear, Blessed Sacrament in Rapid City, um, you guys are, you know, you're into that fish fry season. What's it look like this year? Well, we are going to have, uh, we're going to host two fish fries uh, during Lent, and uh, we're going to try and make them uh, a drive through as well as um, seating after station. So it'll be on Friday night. The fish fry will be Friday night at, uh, uh, we're going to start around um, five, 5 o'clock with the drive through And you can stop in at 4500 Jackson Boulevard, uh, pull through, and you can pick up a fish uh, supper to go. And we'll have uh, fried and baked, your choice of fried or baked, with coleslaw uh, and a um, uh, red lobster bun, biscuit. Okay. Now, and do they have to call ahead for this, or do they literally just drive through? Literally just drive through. Awesome. We're going to have uh, enough made up so that um, the line, it worked last year really well, and uh, we had a nice long line of cars and, and kind of pulled through, and and we were able to uh, uh, serve a lot of meals. So we're anxious to do it again. Weather and It'll be regardless of weather, so we'll have it ready to go. Um it uh, doesn't matter if it's snowing or whatever. We'll be out there. Okay. And what are the dates on those, the two fresh fried nights? We're going to do them, yes, we're going to do them in March. So it'll be March 12th and March 26th. 
Okay, so the drive-through starts at 5 p.m. So they can drive through, pick up their fish, go home yep. and eat. But if go they want to come to Stations of the Cross, what time does Stations of the Cross start? Stations of the Cross start at 5.30. Okay. And then we'll be serving in the hall after that. So. And the same choices for see. the food at the inside as in the drive-through yep. option? Yep. Mm-hmm. We'll have coleslaw, and I forgot French fries. Always go good with... Uh, <laughs> fish yeah. so we'll have french fries coleslaw uh red lobster um biscuit and your choice of fried or baked fillet excellent now does this benefit any uh, any charity um is there you know maybe a yeah. specific reason why you're doing this fish fry it'll all be for charity um we and we do we use the money to go to uh um Certain ones we have uh, not selected the two this uh, right now yet, but what they're going to be for. But all of our monies go to charities locally, uh, and so uh, it'll definitely be uh, used in a lot of different ways. So, okay, excellent. It, so- it's a, uh, it's a, uh, um, it won't be a charge. It'll be to be a, um, a free will uh, offering. donation, free yeah. will offering. Yes. Okay. Now. Um- March 12th and 26th are the fish fries. Is there anything else going on at, during Lent on Fridays at Blessed Sacrament besides Stations of yes. the Cross? We have a soup supper after each Stations of the Cross every Friday night as well. And then um, that's done through the church here. So um, the nights, a lot of the nights uh, also help with that. But um, the fish fries will just be specifically for nights. And... Uh, uh, to benefit their organizations and things like that. So, but the soup supper is every we have a soup supper every Friday night after stations. Okay. During Lent. Okay, so there's always uh, some good offering going on at Blessed Sacrament here in yep. Rapid City. Yep. Uh, is there your um, your council has have you guys you have any big plans? You you're not doing the wine event. Um, the Not night of this wine. year, yeah. No, night of wine. No, we put that off because of COVID for this Cut. year. But um, well, you... anxiously awaiting for next year. Hopefully, everybody will have their shots and all be a different world again next year. So, <laughs> yeah. So, is there anything else going on you guys have coming up and you know on the horizon for your council? We do pancake breakfast once a month. Um, one the second Saturday, second Sunday. Of each month, we do a pancake breakfast after each mass, and okay. um, so we keep that going through throughout the year. Uh, does your pancake breakfast have a to-go option as well? <laughs> uh, yes, we can. Uh, we can make it to-go box up, <laughs> and you can take that to go as well. <laughs> Excellent. No drive-through, though. I mean, you, you it won't need be to drive-through. No. Yeah. No, yeah not you, a you, need, but... you need to come into mass. You need to go to mass, and then then you can pick up your to-go box of pancakes. Correct. Yep. All right. Well, that's great. Um, so for our listeners, we're talking to James Schaefer's from Blessed Sacrament. And James, I got um, one beautiful thing about the Knights of Columbus is all the generous giving that they do within the communities. Uh, I mean, it's such a great organization. Can you tell our, our listeners some of the amazing things that you guys do in regards to your generous giving through the Knights? Well, there's, a, there's quite a list of things that we do give to um, Special Olympics. Um, uh, work uh, the, the uh, um, a lot of the habitat for humanity. We do um, a lot of uh, 
the uh, Hope Center, um, a lot of organizations here in, in Rapid City. Well, and thank you so, so much. I, I think that's a yeah. beautiful thing uh, for people to understand is uh, sometimes, uh, obviously, the Knights of Columbus is a fraternal organization, uh, but at yeah. the same point, like, it's more than just the fraternity. It's more than just the brotherhood. It's also that the beauty of how active they are in our community, of all the beautiful things that they they help pour out, show people the love of Christ through their generosity of their time and their talent and their treasures. So uh, I can't say enough how 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 grateful we are for the knights and everything that they well, thank do. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, James, um, we appreciate you taking time out of your morning to update our listeners, um, especially here in the Rapid City area, about the upcoming Knights of Columbus events at Blessed Sacrament and you know the food. I mean, you just can't beat Knights of Columbus fish fries. That is the truth. Yeah. That is the truth. And I mean, especially at Blessed Sacrament right now, they've got multiple options. It's not just fried, but also baked. Baked. Um, so looking <laughs> yep, at those... Fried and baked, yep. Oh, uh, I'm kind of... Uh, I'm over here like Pavlov's dog a little bit, starting to salivate with <laughs> excitement. You know, I'm like, I think of fish, and I'm like, I know they'll have tartar sauce, and I'm like, boy, that sounds like a great night to me. Um, yeah. But... But those dates are March 12th and March 26th, um, starting with stations or starting with the drive-through at 5 yep. p.m. Uh, and then stations is going on at 5:30 in the hall in the in the parish, and then immediately after in the parish hall after stations they'll be doing a a dining a dine-in version as well. Yeah. So. Yeah, great. Well, James, if they have any questions um, about the different. Uh, food events going on at the Knights of Columbus Council say at Blessed Sacrament, they can just call the parish, correct? Yes, they can call the parish here, yep. Uh, 605-432-3336. Excellent. All right, well, thank you so much, James, for for uh, updating us, and we will have you on again next time the Knights of Columbus are doing something epic. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh-huh, yeah. all right. Okay. Have, have a blessed day. Thanks. You as well. All right. Well, we, we are coming up. We are going to talk to Ernie Garcia about looking. They're looking for men who are ready for battle. I wonder what kind of battle. Oh, I guess I guess our listeners have to stay tuned to find out. I guess, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's always good. So, yeah, right. we'll be talking to him on the other side of the break. <laughs> 